0: Welcome to Fairytale Fandango. I'm Jennifer Mori, And I'm Stacy Smith. I'm going to read a story from an old book of fairy tales and folk tales. And I'm going to add colorful peanut gallery commentary. I'm reading directly from the source material, which can get pretty bonkers at times. I am not altering the text for the purposes of humor. Trust me, I'm not talented enough. But if you don't believe me, you're welcome to read the sources for yourself. I've listed them in the show notes. I think you're that talented. Why, thank you. I appreciate you. Let's begin.
1: Buckle up, kids.
0: Today's story comes from Japan, which is a little different from Germany, where our previous episode came from. Are we just doing access powers to begin with? Or That's kind of how it's turning out because the idea I have for the next episode comes from Scandinavia. Which isn't a... They were neutral. They were neutral. <laughs> which technically makes them part of the Access Powers. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just like
1: Switzerland. Yeah. That's a solid Archer joke, if anybody <laughs> if anybody knows that episode. which
0: well, you should. If you haven't watched Archer, you should go watch it. So this this story comes from uh Quidon, Uh, which was written by Lafcadio Hearn and published in 1904. Now, you're probably like, who is Lafcadio Hearn and why is he writing Japanese stories? Well, he was a Japanese writer of Greek and Irish descent. So all of you weeaboos out there might have your little fluttering hearts go, oh, I can do that too. Absolutely. Yes, you can. There are, in fact, a couple of manga artists out there who are known foreigners who publish... In Japan, you know, they have Japanese names, or they use their Americanized, or they use their foreign names in publishing. But yeah, you can totally do that. You just have to be completely fluent in Japanese, which Lovecadio Hearn was, obviously. Otherwise, you, you can't publish in Japanese
1: if you don't know Japanese. Wasn't Qui on the guy that trained Obi on Kenobi? It's
0: Qui Gon Jinn.
1: Ah, uh, I was close.
0: Close enough. Anyway, Qui on basically means ghost, right? So Levkario Hearn wrote as Koizumi Yakumo in the Meiji era, right? He is most famous for his works about Japanese culture and collections of legends and ghost stories, of which Kaidan is just one collection. So they're supposedly from old Japanese texts. The original sources are not cited in the book, however, because apparently you don't need to cite your source. At this point. And for those of you who don't know what the Meiji era was. Uh, the Meiji era is essentially the Victorian era. But in Japan. And I'm sure there are a lot of Victorianists and uh, Meiji era scholars. Who are like, no, that's totally wrong. That's not how it di-. But trust me. The, essentially the same thing. The Meiji era is notable for the modernization of Japan. From an isolationist and feudal society from the previous Edo era to an industrialized nation and lesser superpower. And of course, the Victorian British monarchy at this point was very well established as a major superpower. But Japan basically went from this little island nation no one could give two shits about to this, like, global superpower. Like, lesser superpower, but still, like, not the way it would get into the 20th century, but it was getting there. So this is the stepping stone between island backwater and global superpower we know today. Interesting. And the story I'm going to be reading you today is Yuki Onna, which means snow woman. Oh, like Elsa. Kind of, except the Yuki Onna is typically evil. Not kind of like questioning, is she evil or is she not? Or is she? It, it, it depends on the story, right? So Leucatio Hearn's Yuki Onna story is one of the most well-known. And supposedly, it was told to him by a farmer in Musashi Province, which encompasses modern-day Tokyo, Saitama Prefecture, and Kanagawa Prefecture, including Kawasaki and Yokohama. But according to Hearn and modern folklorists, this is the first written account of the Yukiona, but it's not! because stories about yukiona date back from older folklore in fact the poet sogi states that he saw a yukiona while staying in echigo province which is modern day niigata prefecture which is in western japan and he published that in the 14th century so
1: so there is a story that beats this one
0: yeah but that was more that was less of a here's a weird tale i heard and more of a yo i saw this spooky ghost Oh, so somebody was claiming to have actually seen... Yes, Sogi was claiming to have actually seen the ghost.
1: I see, okay. Okay, but uh, Lafcadio Hearn is not claiming that, he's just retelling the tale as it was told to him.
0: Yeah, he's saying, this story was told to me by a farmer. Gotcha.
1: Those are some of the best stories, is by a drunk farmer. There you
0: go. (laughs) I don't know if he was drunk. He might have been. He's a farmer, he was drunk. (laughs) In a village of Musashi province, there lived two woodcutters. Bosaku, and Minokichi. We really have to get our protagonists to find another job besides
1: woodcutting. I don't feel like it goes well for them.
0: It really doesn't. It didn't go well. Well, it depends if they're quality woodcutters. We don't know if they're quality woodcutters. They just are woodcutters. They just are woodcutters. I mean, they might not be starving. This is true. Maybe they're good at what they do. I hope so. Otherwise, we're listening to yet another horrible tale about woodcutters starving to death. (laughs) Which I don't want to be stuck into that theme. I'll be 100% honest. I was
1: going to say, you might want to branch out with our next story.
0: (laughs) At the time of which I am speaking, Mosaku was an old man, and Minokichi, his apprentice, was a lad of 18 years. Every day they went together to a forest, situated about five miles from their village. That is a long
1: walk. That is a very long walk. Or do you think they're jogging? For me, it's still a long walk, because even if I jogged, it wouldn't be very quick. Well... It's still five miles! It would still take over an hour, even if I jogged. And it would be a very... (laughs) It would be very slow. I'm not
0: a runner. On the way to that forest, there is a wide river to cross. And there is a ferry boat. Several times, a bridge was built where the ferry is. But the bridge was each time carried away by a flood. No common bridge can resist the current there when the river rises. So, they just kept building a bridge? And it kept... Did they finally just give up? I'm hoping it was probably one of those like rope bridges.
1: Oh, not very sturdy then. Yeah, okay. or like
0: even one of those like flat bridges. They don't have suspension bridges yet, I don't think. Oh,
1: so they this yeah, okay. is
0: this is probably from like the 17th or 18th century.
1: Oh yeah, so technology isn't there yet for suspension. So or, they don't or have concrete. Sus- yeah, or, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure in in, in modern day Musashi Province across that river? Not a river. problem today. They, it's the probably not a, they probably have several bridges across that river now. I would say, they have the bullet train. I'm sure a bridge isn't a problem over a swift river for Japan now. Mosaku and Minokichi were on their way home one very cold evening when a great snowstorm overtook them. They reached the ferry and they found that the boatman had gone away leaving his boat on the other side of the river. It was no day for swimming and the woodcutters took shelter in the ferryman's hut thinking themselves lucky to find any shelter at all. There was no brazier in the hut, nor any place with which to make a fire. It was only a 2 mat hut with a single door, but no window. About $4,000 in San Francisco. Oh, in, the, in, in Musashi province nowadays, that's probably like a good $1,000 a month. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never lived in Niigata. <laughs> and this was, this was uh, modern-day Tokyo? That's the area where it is? Uh, Musashi is modern-day Tokyo, Saitama, and Kanagawa. Okay. So, yeah, if he's anywhere near Ginza, like, that 2 mat house is like... Half a mil now. Half a mil.
1: (laughs) Half a mil. Half a mil U.S. now.
0: Musaku and Minokichi fastened the door and lay down to rest with their straw raincoats over them. At first, they did not feel very cold, and they thought that the storm would soon be over. The old man almost immediately fell asleep. But the boy, Minokichi, lay awake a long time, listening to the awful wind and the continual slashing of the snow against the door. The river was roaring, and the hut swayed and creaked like a junk at sea. It was a terrible storm, and the air was every moment becoming colder, and Minokichi shivered under his raincoat. But at last, in spite of the cold, he too fell asleep. Studies show you should sleep
1: in the cold. It's actually better for you.
0: Yeah, but I imagine they're wet too because yeah. they're in their
1: raincoats. I mean, you could dry off inside. They don't talk about making a fire. but well, they, well,
0: they, they, they didn't have a brazier for it. They
1: don't have it. a brazier to set, set a fire, the, they? they mm. don't have
0: a, a fireplace, so. Mm. So they're just cold. Yeah, that does suck. That does in suck. In the dark. In a snowstorm. Ooh. When it happened. Ooh, no. Yeah. Ooh. Spooky. Too spooky for me. Yeah. <laughs> He was awakened by a showering of snow in his face. The door of the hut had been forced open. And by the snow light, Yuki Akari, he saw a woman in the room. A woman in all white. Oh no. She was bending above Mosaku and blowing her breath upon him. And her breath was like a bright white smoke. Almost in the same moment, she turned to Minokichi and stooped over him. Oh no. Run away. <laughs> he tried- to, Would you say he's- Frozen with terror. I would. Ah, ah. What is this? is this? A sci-fi thing?
1: <laughs> what is that show? Is it NCI? Where it's like, ah, and they put the sunglasses
0: on. It's a, no, uh, CSI. Miami.
1: CSI. CSI Miami. Ah, no. And he puts the sunglasses on. Frozen. You could say he's frozen with terror. Wow. He goes <laughs> cuts to the, the main screen. Love it. Horatio. That guy's name is Horatio. That's a solid name. I like, a, I like a Horatio, it's a good name. You don't hear much anymore. He
0: tried to cry out, but found that he could not utter any sound. The white woman bent down over him lower and lower until her face almost touched him, and he saw that she was very beautiful, though her eyes made him afraid. For a little time she continued to look at him. Then she smiled and she whispered,
1: I want to speak with your manager. <laughs>
0: <laughs> said it was a white woman. I just assumed we're gonna get so many complaints <laughs>
1: as a sometimes white woman myself
0: <laughs> as a white woman myself, it's
1: okay. <laughs> it's okay, it's fine, it's fine, Susan. <laughs> as a yeah, no, it depends on who's looking at me if I'm white or not. <laughs> Pretty wh- I'm pretty white here in Arizona, but you move me anywhere
0: else, and it's pretty obvious I'm not. <laughs> I intended to treat you like the other man, but I cannot help feeling some pity for you. Because you are so young, you are a pretty boy, Minokichi, and I will not hurt you now. But if you ever tell anybody, even your own mother, about what you have seen this night, I shall know it. And then I will kill you. Remember what I say. What a weird erection I have right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you talking about yourself or Minokichi? Uh, sure,
1: both. Why not? Either way. Um, <laughs> so like she looks, so she comes into this hut. I assume she's killed old dude already. Uh, what was his name, Musaku? Mosaku. 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 okay. So she I assume she's already killed Old dude. But she, she thought pretty boy was worth letting live because she thought he was pretty. Man, score one for good-looking people. They hardly ever win anything.
0: Rule one, be pretty.
1: M- rule one, be good-looking. Rule two, don't be ugly. <laughs> rule number three, be rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much.
0: Those are the rules to get get through in life welcome to western society and eastern society and other societies any society if you're good looking in any society if you're good looking and you have money in any society you're probably okay you're probably gonna be all right but privilege doesn't exist no not at all with these words she turned from him and passed through the doorway then he found himself able to move and he sprang up and looked out but the woman was nowhere to be seen and the snow was driving furiously into the hut. Minokichi closed the door and secured it by fixing several billets of wood against it. He wondered if the wind had blown it open. He thought that he might have only been dreaming and might have mistaken the gleam of the snowlight in the doorway for the figure of a white woman, but he could not be sure. He called to Mosaku and was frightened because the old man did not answer. He put out his hand in the dark and touched Mosaku's face, and found that it was ice. Mosaku was stark and dead.
1: Called it.
0: What did the old man do? Like he didn't deserve anything.
1: That's what the Yuki ona does. They just murder for fun. They murder
0: travelers. Oh,
1: okay then. In the
0: in snowstorms.
1: Incidentally, I don't want to go to Japan anymore. Or they still, like maybe they modernized, and all the Yuki ona have moved into the
0: into the prefectures on the outside. <laughs> I mean, don't go to Sapporo in the wintertime, I guess. I guess. but that's Don't go I... into the mountains when it snows. That's when they're the prettiest, though. You know that, me. That I love is. my cold weather. By dawn, the storm was over. And when the ferryman returned to his station, a little after sunrise, he found Minokichi <clears throat> lying senseless beside the frozen body of Mosaku. Minokichi was promptly cared for and soon came to himself. But he remained a long time ill from the effects of the cold that terrible night. He had been greatly frightened also by the old man's death. But he said nothing about the vision of the woman in white. As soon as he got well again, he returned to his calling, going alone every morning to the forest and coming back at nightfall with his bundles of wood, which his mother helped him to sell. One evening, in the winter of the following year, as he was on his way home, he overtook a girl who happened to be traveling by the same road. She was a tall, slim girl, very good-looking, and she answered Minokichi's greetings in a voice as pleasant to the ear as the voice of a songbird. Hey, hey! hey.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I turned, I think, about 12 or 13, and I was the only girl whose voice changed, so I can't speak. And I am a cisgendered woman but my voice changed anyway it it went from being like like squeaky and like cute and high, hi how you going hey how's it going to like rosie o'donnell with a pack of day habit like <laughs> and here we are today
0: your voice is not that low it's pretty low it's lower than mine but it's not that low you don't sound like dr girlfriend from venture brothers
1: well i would hope not <laughs>
0: just say or you don't sound like tina from bob's burgers i do love tina though
1: like tina who doesn't love
0: tina tina speaks to all of us on some (laughs) weird visceral level we don't want to admit to like we all want to be louise but we have to admit most of us are probably tina
1: yeah yeah i'm definitely tina i'm
0: definitely tina (laughs) i might be a little eugene too let's be 100 percent honest Uh, i can see that (laughs) what (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ouch. I like how you admitted it,
0: and then I'm just like, yes, Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then you're just like,
1: Are you were really supposed to agree with me. Ouch. <laughs> bitch, bitch, don't say it if you don't want me to agree with it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I mean, I feel like I'm
0: a little bit of Bob, too, so, you know. <laughs> you're all terrible people. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> I love you all, but you're terrible people. I love you all, but you're terrible people. Then he walked beside her, and they began to talk. The girl said that her name was Oyuki, and that she had lately lost both of her parents. And that she was going to Yedo, where she happened to have some poor relations who might help her to find a situation as a servant.
1: Would you get paid
0: as a servant, or would it just yes. be like... Oh, you
1: do. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They pay. I mean, they they pay for you. They don't pay much, but they pay. You probably get room and board too. I mean, if you live with them. Oh, cool. if you live with
1: them. Today I learned.
0: Minokichi soon felt charmed by this strange girl. And the more that he looked at her, the handsomer she appeared to be. He asked her whether she was yet betrothed, and she answered laughingly that she was free. (laughs) I'm crazy. No one will have me. (laughs) That's how I felt pretty much until you No, I still feel
1: that way sometimes. (laughs) And you said exactly that. And I was like, yes, she's perfect for me.
0: (laughs) <laughs> i'm damaged
1: <laughs> she's so damaged she'll never leave me
0: <laughs> no one else will have you
1: <laughs> i like how we're laughing that someone out there is just like <sighs> traumatized
0: <laughs> no trust me when people talk about their crazy exes there's like five people i've dated who are like no this is the crazy chick and you know fair oh, me talking about you yeah talking about me
1: not that crazy.
0: I mean, I have a mental illness. Well, yeah, but like not we're talking we're talking like Anyway, when people talk about their crazy ex-girlfriends, they're thinking of me. I don't know what my exes would say about me. Well, they're terrible people, so I don't know.
1: I I mean, empirically not all of them are terrible people. I, you know, I they're terrible for me, but they're not bad people. Oh, some of my exes are legitimately awful people. I mean, you have told me stories about some of your exes. So yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. Like, like on a scale of one to 10, like one being nice person and 10 being like Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy, (laughs) you know, a couple of them rank at like a seven or eight where it's like, they're probably that high. Well, they're probably not actively murdering anybody like Ted Bundy, but like do some morally questionable things if the pay was right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think any of
1: my exes are like that. All of my exes, I think, pretty much is just like, we just didn't get along, and that's okay. Or we didn't mesh, or how we felt about one another changed. And we thought it would be better to go the separate ways. Like, there's, there's nobody x that I... That, whose guts I hate or anything like that. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I wish them all the best and I hope they find happiness in life, just not with me.
0: I feel that way for 95% of the people I've dated. There you go. The other 5% can get bent. Okay. <laughs> then in her turn, she asked Minokichi whether he was married or pledged to marry. And he told her that, although he had only a widowed mother to support... The question of an honorable daughter-in-law had not yet been considered, as he was very young. Yeah, how old is he at this point? He's 19? He's
1: 19. Okay, yeah. No, you got time, buddy. That's fine. How young did they marry back then? I don't know. You're the one that does the research for this shit. I just come in here and act like a jackass on the microphone
0: for you. Well, in Western society, they got married fairly young. Unless they were in the middle class and they actually had money, then they were able to wait a little while to find a more suitable marriage. And I imagine it was similar in Japan at the time, where if you were poor and you knocked some girl up, it's like, well, we got to get married now. (laughs) That's your family. There you go. That's your family. There you go.
1: Hope that nut was worth busting. (laughs) That's vulgar and I love it. (laughs) It always is, though. I like like how tickled you are by that. That was obscene and it was low, low
0: brow, but you liked it nonetheless. And this is why I love you. Anyway. Yeah, I imagine if he had, cause he's probably lower class, right? If he's just a woodcutter.
1: Oh yeah. So he's, he's the working poor, I imagine. So
0: he's probably like waiting till he's twenty, which is the official Japanese adulthood. Oh really? It's twenty. Oh yeah. okay. Because then you can smoke, drink, vote. You can't vote until twenty when you're. Nope. Oh, today I learned. I, I thought it was all eighteen. Nope. Hmm. That's an American thing. Except if you want to smoke or drink. So you can fight for your country, but you can't smoke and you can't drink. You can smoke at 18 in this country. Mm-hmm. They changed it to 21. When did that happen? I don't know, a couple years ago. I'm over 21, I don't care. I was going to say, it's,
1: I'm over 21, <laughs> it didn't affect me apparently, so I never even noticed. At least in
0: some states you have to be 21 to smoke. I
1: was going to say, I'm going to Google that. Because I don't, I I feel like that's, that maybe it was on the board and it just never happened. But you know what is legal when you're 18? Weed. Only in some states. Oh, it is 21 years. Would you look at that?
0: Yep. That was in 2019. It was amended? Well, then. Man, how how mad would you have been if you're like... So it, it occurred on December 20th, 2019 that it was signed into legislation. So can you imagine being like 18 on December 21st? And you're like, son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to smoke some hookah with my friends.
1: Look, not for nothing, but if you're going to go and do... If you're going to go smoke or drink or whatever, like... Come on. I was a teenager once. You're not going to wait until it's legal to do it. Like... I didn't. Yeah, no. Of course not. No, I can't think of like... Like, I just remember doing a background for an entity that won't be named. And my opinions are that of my own. Please don't sue me. Uh, <laughs> that when I was when I was going through the background process, like, the, the background investigator asked me... All these questions and like one of the ones that came up was I think if you drank or sold alcohol or something. If you drank before, I did the same background by the way. Uh, Once you... again, our opinions are our own and do not do not reflect the opinions of our entity that I no longer work for, but you still do. But
0: I still do. No, it's it's have. Did you ever consume alcohol before the age of twenty one?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And I remember just looking at him being like, of course, like, and he's like, I don't think I've ever had anybody say no to
0: that. Uh, I grew up in Awatuki. Yeah, I was drinking from the age of 15. <laughs> Have you been to Ahwatukee? Nothing there to do,
1: but whippets and booze. Oh, <laughs> well, whippets. That's some that's some kind of trailer park shit or kinda... cocaine
0: if you're rich. I was or say weed
1: like, if you're poor. I was like, cocaine strikes me more as like a two key kind of drug, up there with like Scottsdale and maybe Paradise Valley.
0: I mean, if you lived in the foothills, yeah, you did cocaine and other uppers. You probably did mom and
1: dad's like oxy and Xanax and shit. I mean, I didn't.
0: Well, yeah, no, no I don't mean you. <laughs>
1: I mean like the kids that lived in the foothills. No, no, no. You don't. You did Yeah, if you drove if you like drove that. a Benz, you did coke.
0: If you drove a Corolla, you did weed. Oh well, today I learned. Yes, we. It was a very classist society in my high school we didn't have cliques like the jacks and the gats and the band geeks not really you know we had the stoners and the coke fiends and the hips and the what's the word when they do a lot of uh pcp and ecstasy (laughs) rave girls there we go thank you
1: my favorite (laughs) in- and <laughs> incidentally, <laughs> I love a rave girl high on uh, ecstasy. That's a good time right there.
0: She gets a little touchy. I don't really appreciate it. That's why I like her. <laughs> After these confidences, they walked on for a long while without speaking. But as the proverb declares, Ki ga areba, me mo kuchi hodo mono o When the wish is there, the eyes can say as much as the mouth. Well, two things.
1: So, number one, your Japanese is very good. So, that's lovely. Because that doesn't look anything like anything I can pronounce at all. Um, what, that one word looks like ariba. Um, but there's an R missing. And it's spelled with an E instead of an I. Um, I have a middling grasp of Spanish. like, But that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, second off, what is that proverb again in English for me one more time?
0: When the wish is there... The eyes can say as much as the mouth. So basically, they're beguiling each other with their eyes, giving each other those like simmering eyes like, hey, come hither. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Like the bedroom eyes? We going
0: up. Yeah. Like we going bang. But you're not saying it aloud. You're looking at it in your eyes. Oh, when
1: it's like that electric and you have that eye contact. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah.
0: By the time they reached the village, they had become very much pleased with each other. And then Minokichi asked Oyuki to rest a while at his house. Oh, I know what that means.
1: (laughs) That's my favorite line, too.
0: Oh, come on in for coffee.
1: Come on over. Let's just have dinner together. You can't stay, though, because we both have work in the morning. Don't bring up our second date. (laughs) Hey, 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 I I came on to you. I, I didn't. I didn't have work the next day. It was a Friday, our second date. Wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Oh, it didn't matter because I wasn't working at that time. I wasn't I wasn't yet hired by that entity. <laughs> and I was on winter break. So. You, you were on winter break. I was not yet hired by that entity will once again remain nameless. And I will once again state that my opinions are my own and not a reflection of who I work for. Um, <laughs> look, I'm trying to cover all my bases so I don't either get fired or, or any questions asked of me.
0: After some shy hesitation. Oh yeah, you got you got to act shy a little bit. You
1: got to get that coy in
0: there. you No, know, like no,
1: not no, no, I no couldn't. maybe I. Okay. I just couldn't. But oh, my... I couldn't put you out like that. I just couldn't do that. But my underwear matches, and everything is shaved.
0: Huh. <laughs> it's funny how that works out. After some shy hesitation, she went there with him, and his mother made her welcome and prepared a warm meal for her. Oh, Yuki behaved so nicely that Minokichi's mother took a sudden fancy to her and persuaded her to delay her journey to Yedo. And the natural end of the matter was that Yuki never went to Yedo at all. She remained in the house as a corpse in the basement!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I got real confused because I was following along as she was reading that, and she said the corpse in the basement part, and I'm like, that's not what it says. <laughs> like you you're ad living. that's not what it says no valley girl would know what ad living is what am i talking about uh <laughs> anywhere she
0: remained in the house as an honorable daughter-in-law
1: oh good for them they got
0: married that's
1: adorable that
0: i like it when nice things happen to beautiful people
1: <laughs> it's it so rarely happens it so
0: rarely happens it does beautiful people have it so hard they do that's why there's a song about them by ed sheeran Oh, yeah. I actually like that song. I don't think that's what the song is about, though. It is
1: not. <laughs> you you missed the point of that song entirely. Remind me later. I'll play it for you. And To
0: be fair, I usually zone out when Ed Sheeran comes on the radio. That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just like a, a low buzzing noise with like really happy pop song with really happy pop beats in the middle of it. Oh, when I have traumatic flashbacks, that's what it's like. Is that what it's like for you, too? Oh, Yuki provided a... Vi- <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> provide a very good daughter-in-law that she
1: brought no a- she <laughs> brought in another woman which would make her an excellent daughter-in-law
0: home <laughs> g- home girl <laughs> oh yuki proved a very good daughter-in-law when minokichi's mother came to die some five years later her last words were words of affection and praise for the wife and son
1: but, but fuck the son who's been taking care of me all these years <laughs> It's all about my daughter-in-law. Minokichi's an asshole, but his
0: wife is lovely. His <sighs> wife is wonderful.
1: Yeah. And then she dies. <laughs> your wife, you're you're a wonderful girl. Me, you, oh Yuki, you've been nothing but good to me. You though, you're an ungrateful bastard. And then she just you're just like your father. <laughs> just like your father. <laughs> Just like your father, always messing with your wood. I like that I did that when you had water in your mouth. <laughs> Wait,
0: holy shit, was Mosaku his
1: father? No, I don't think so. It would have specified that. Right? Okay. I, feel, I feel like a detail we would have, like, put in there, put in my headcanon now for this, that Mosaku was his dad. Yeah, no, I'm good That's with That's why that. he had to apprentice as a woodcutter. Yeah, because
0: it was what his father did. So he's just carrying on the family lineage. Well, no, maybe yeah. his father was also a woodcutter and Mosaku killed his father because he was in love with Minokichi's mom. I would watch the fuck out of this drama series. There probably is a drama like this somewhere in Japan. I was going to say, there's like
1: daytime TV in Japan, right? There is. Oh, hell yeah. And it's all
0: like Edo period and like he- Heian period
1: oh, costumes. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm on board. Write that story. Let's move. Make us rich. Let's do it. I want to be a trophy wife. <laughs> if you saw me, you'd know that
0: statement is ridiculous. I think you're beautiful. Oh, well, you're sweet. And Oyuki bore Minokichi ten children, boys, Damn. boys and girls, handsome children, all of them, and very fair of skin. Couldn't pull a pizza out of an oven. Ch- ten children? Well, I'm just imagining like a bunch of like Japanese version of ginger kids. They're so pale they can't even go in the sunlight. <laughs> So they're just basically, like, ten little vampires just running around the woods, well, and scaring the locals. And
1: <laughs> scaring the locals with your beautiful, fair-skinned children. Tell me those little
0: bitches aren't vampires. I, I wouldn't. I, I'm sure <laughs> if they're that pale, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: And you could probably confirm this for me. Since you lived in Japan and experienced the culture and everything, I have friends who are of, you know, East Asian and Asian descent. And if you are darker skinned, it is considered not, like, poorer, but, like, almost lower class? Lower class, Lower yeah. class. Okay, so, I'm not so making the, that up in my head. I was like, oh, so that's why she's so beautiful. She's pale skinned.
0: Well, so before Western beauty standards came to Japan and China and and Korea and all that, pale skin was preferred because it meant you weren't out in the sun all the time. You were It meant you were higher bred. Right? Oh,
1: okay. You're not working in the fields, so you and have then, money and you're yeah, in your doors. Yeah. Okay.
0: So paler skin was preferable, but it wasn't until Western beauty standards really started infusing East Asia that you really started seeing like the widening of the eyes and the and the uh, firming up of the noses, like the the pointing of the noses, hmm. filling out of the lips. God, we white people ruin everything. Yeah, Europeans ruin a lot of shit. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> Change my mind. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say manifest this destiny, asshole. The country folk thought Oyuki a wonderful person, by nature different from themselves. Mm. Most of the peasant women age early, but Oyuki, even after having become the mother of ten children, looked as young and fresh as on the day she had first come to the village.
1: I gained wrinkles just hearing about you having ten children. Oh
0: fuck, she's the ghost! He fucking married the ghost! Don't- Spoiler. I don't-
1: Did I- did I- am I right? Oh my god, keep reading. (laughs) <laughs>
0: like, well what I was gonna say is so and I say this, I have several friends who are East Asian and I lived in Japan and just like Russian women, East like Japanese women didn't really age much once they hit like 35 they basically stayed like looking the same age until sometime when their biological clock decided okay you're going to be an old woman now and it hit them hard like overnight it like happens. over like like you you see like I saw a student one, one summer, and and she, you know, she was in her seventies and she looked beautiful, and she looked like she was in her like early forties. And I'm like, oh man, she like her skincare regimen must have been on point. Jesus Christ! And I saw her like the next week, and she looked like she had aged ten years. What happened? Uh, it was that time apparently, and it and oh, it literally just a freight train, just like bam. Yeah, just... and, and I am being a little hyperbolic for comedy purposes, but seriously, like sometimes it's like they go from being 40, 45 for like 30 years. And then suddenly they're old women. And suddenly you're 85 and you're like, what happened? You're like, oh, well, it's time for me to be hunched over in half and shrink 15 inches. Like, let's go. (laughs) And like, we joked about it when I lived abroad. But the Japanese women I talked to, where I would joke saying, like, you say you're 70, but you look 45. And they're like, oh, thank you. It's like, I will age someday. Oh, really, they would
1: actually say that? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like cuz I like like that's the running joke like like uh growing up my best friend is South Korean and I think she's looked 14 since we were 14. Oh yeah,
0: she's 35 and she looks like she's 12.
1: Yeah, no, she still gets carded like I think at the movie theater even. Sucker, I've been getting carded. As, I haven't been
0: carded since I was 16. I like like cuz of my tits. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> when you have a male bartender, they don't ask. And you're pretty, they don't ask. Oh, well, good on you. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not pretty anymore, so I get carded all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're still beautiful to me. Why, thank you. Hello.
1: You're still beautiful in general, I think.
0: Hey, thank you. <laughs> it's, it is self-deprecating humor episode. I enjoy I it. I love it. One night, after the children had gone to sleep, Oyuki was sewing by the light of a paper lamp. And Minokichi, watching her, said, To see you sewing there, with the light on your face, makes me think of a strange thing that happened when I was a lad of 18. Oh no. I then saw somebody as beautiful and white as you are now. No, oh, no. Indeed, she was very like you. Without lifting her eyes from her work, Oyuki responded, Tell me about her. Where did you see her? Then Minokichi told her about the terrible night in the ferryman's hut and about the white woman that had stooped above him, smiling and whispering, and about the silent death of old Mosaku. And he said, I was the manager all along. (laughs) Asleep or awake, that was the only time that I saw a being as beautiful as you. Of course, she was not a human being, and I was afraid of her, very much afraid. But she was so white. Indeed, I have never been sure whether it was a dream I saw or the woman of the snow. Oyuki flung down her sewing, and arose, (laughs) and bowed above Minokichi where he sat, and shrieked into his face. "'It was I! 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 Yuki it was! "'And I told you then that I would kill you if you ever said one word about it. "'But for those children asleep there, I would kill you this very moment. "'And now you had better take very, very good care of them.' For if ever they have reason to complain of you, I will treat you as you deserve. Even as she screamed, her voice became thin like a crying wind. Then she melted into a bright white mist that spired to the roof beams and shuddered away through the smoke hole. Never again was she seen. I'm getting really good at predicting these. Number
1: one. Number two... I'm gonna speak to the gentleman of our audience. Gentlemen, I'm a feminist. I believe you that like I believe in equality, in us being treated as equals. So when I say this, I mean this. My kings out there, don't let a bitch treat you this way. <laughs> like don't don't let her bring up She was so dedicated to having this fight with him that she showed up a year later and she had ten children with this dude. And then she had this fight with him and then disappeared. That is some prime petty woman bullshit. And men, you don't deserve that. Women out there are either. Non-binary folk. Whoever. You don't deserve to be treated like that by your partner. You don't. That is a long time to hold on to a grudge, too. That is a very long time because to hold the on to Because the Yuki Onna is an immortal creature. Which is why she didn't age. But apparently they're capable of having children
0: with human beings. I mean, so was Edward and Bella. That, oh, don't no.
1: Speaking of toxic relationships,
0: but I'm just saying
1: <laughs> broke the rules of her own universe. Don't get me into that. Anyway, no, don't, don't pick a fucking fight with me after 10 years or what? No, it's probably longer than that. Well, I, I don't know. She's an immortal probably being Probably like 12 years, yeah, probably at least 12 years. So, I mean, my man's only what? 32, 31 and he's got these ten kids running around. Now he's got to raise her rugrats alone, cause she up and leaves him. This is bullshit. He didn't deserve that.
0: I mean, it could have been when they were older, and the kids were a little older.
1: Maybe. I don't. Know, it doesn't really specify. It does say she didn't get old, so that's something.
0: So that brings us into what does this? What is the story about? What does it mean? So it's talking. It's really focusing on the domestic sphere. In the second half, right? Where you have a woman who is beautiful and by all appearances, a wonderful wife. But she harbors a deep, dark secret. So maybe what the story is trying to tell you is be careful about who you marry. Because at the end of the day, if you just ask her to come home with you the first day you meet her, you don't know who you're marrying. You could be marrying a freaking snow witch. It turned out okay for us. Yes.
1: (laughs) We're still together. It's been five years. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember ever being attacked by a snow witch, so
0: I'm not really worried about that. How do you. you know I'm not a snow witch? Why would
1: you come after me?
0: I also, don't... I don't like the cold, so I think yeah, that's Yeah, the... you don't
1: like the cold either. Number two, you don't like the cold. I also don't ever recall having an encounter with an entity of any kind like that that told me, don't bring it up ever again. But you'd tell me if you if you did, right? Sure. Well, then what if I'm that person? I, I, get, I guess it's- I guess the only reason you wouldn't kill me is because I take good care of our dogs then. <laughs> and I tolerate the cat. And you lay good pipe. <laughs> that was the joke I was gonna make when it was talking about like if it wasn't for those children there, it's like, and the fact that you lay good pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Too late now! <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll let you have that one. That's pretty funny. But yeah, what what
0: is the point? <laughs> what is the point of this story? Other than women bad? I don't think it's women bad. I think it really is. Partially a warning about keeping your promises, particularly to supernatural creatures. You don't want to break a promise to a spooky snow ghost.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Or a
0: vampire, or a werewolf, or a Wendigo, or whatever. He wasn't even entirely sure what he saw was real. Like, he. But he promised not to snitch. He didn't promise shit. She said that to him. He didn't promise anything. Well, she told him not to do it, and what did he do? 25 years later, (laughs) he snitched. Snitches get stitches, ladies and gentlemen.
1: No, no, no. Gentlemen and all my folks out there who like to date women, don't let some woman hold a grudge against you for I don't know how many decades and then bring it up at the end. Quarter of a century. Quarter of a century. Man,
0: petty as fuck. I cannot get over that. Also- don't marry beautiful women. That's what I learned today. <laughs> you didn't do that, so
1: you're good. I did
0: do that, though. <laughs> but she's not a Yuki Ona, so it's okay. Though you do have dark hair and dark eyes like a Yuki Ona and, and I'm pale very skin. Pale, and and I you love like the, the cold. cold. <gasps> <gasps> I'm not, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Fairy Tale Fandango. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can also find us on the internet at www.fairytalefandango.com, on Tumblr at fairytalefandango, all one word, and on Twitter at fairyfanpod. You can also find me, Jennifer Morey, on Tumblr at faironeforest, and on Twitter by the same handle. You can find Stacy Smith wherever fine wines are sold.
1: And remember, the real snow ghosts were the wives we married along the way.